0: influence media
1: ladies and gentlemen i am very blessed today to have peter in the house and gabriel and like i always say i don't like to introduce people myself why because i do a bad job at it on our, on our radio podcast peter who are you and why are you so awesome
0: why am I so awesome? My name is Peter Flegel. I'm the Director of Development and Programming at the Mikael Jean Foundation. Uh, I am essentially, my story is I'm an orphan from Haiti who managed to make his way all the way to the highest public office in uh, in Canada. Um, so I believe that the impossible is possible, if you believe.
1: Awesome, awesome. What about you, Gabrielle? What's your story so, and why are you
2: awesome? Yes, uh, Gabriel Brand Lopez. I was born in Guatemala during the war and uh, I came to Montreal in 19... 19- 86. So, Canada is my country and um, I'm the founder and president of uh, Youth Fusion. Youth Fusion works to lower dropout rates and to create jobs for underrepresented youth. It started in two schools 10 years ago. Now we work in over 200 schools across Canada. It started with 150 kids on a daily basis. Now on a daily basis, we work with over 15,000 kids at risk in wow. rural, urban, and indigenous contexts. Uh, we created our first seven jobs 10 years ago. Today, we hire more than 250 young people in colleges and universities. And the $4,000 that started Youth Fusion became 25 million in over just Oh my just God, 25 million, love. Yeah. That
1: sounds like music to my ears. And it's all
2: for the kids. It's all for the education that's system. What's,
1: that's what's important. And let's go back to you, Peter. You, you work with the Mickaël Jean Foundation. How does somebody land a job like this? I mean shout out to Mikael, I'm a big fan. I've been my father used to tell me, Terry, you'll be a lucky man if one day you would have a wife like Mikael. John's talented and as 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 she so like she feels that as though she cares. Everything she takes on, she truly genuinely cares. How did you land such a job for our audience that are listening? Because the goal of the podcast is to inspire, inform, and influence. Give us the information. How do you land such a job in a position and make, make make things happen?
0: Well, fundamentally, I think for the foundation, it's really about keeping a commitment that Mikhail Jean and her husband made during the uh, their governor general mandate. Remember that. Uh, at the end of the mandate, uh, hundreds of youth organizations said they wanted them to continue doing the work supporting underprivileged communities across the country. And that's specifically what she did, and that's what we're doing. So we've already touched and engaged over 200,000 underprivileged youth wow. in their, their community across the country creating new jobs seeing new businesses emerge creating new social engagement projects to really see crime decrease see suicide decrease see opportunities increase for underprivileged youth across the country so it's really about fulfilling a commitment but doing so that will uplift and change the lives of canadians across the country
1: that is beautiful beautiful what about you Gabrielle? what how How did you get started with, like for audience that are listening, let's give them a little bit of information. You guys just inspired the house. I heard you brought the house down, you guys on that panel. How do give us information. How does somebody become Gabrielle? How do you start Fusion Jeunesse? How does that happen?
2: So it it started uh, over 10 years ago when I was a guest speaker in high schools. And the kids told me, we are tired of guest speakers like you. Obviously it was shocking (laughs) to me. I was very sad, but then That gave me the idea of Youth Fusion. The kids said, no more conferences, no more one-day workshops. What we want is long-term engagement projects, whether they are environmental, entrepreneurial, technological, artistic. The kids wanted to be part of something real concrete throughout the entire school year. And the teachers told me, yeah, the kids are right. We are not necessarily artists or engineers or entrepreneurs as teachers, we teach. So we need tools, resources, money, and people to help us launch projects that will be ongoing from Monday to Friday for the 34-week school year, and that's what we did. We convinced many, many, many universities to fund us so that we could hire their students, bachelors, masters, PhD students, in what? Engineering, management, communications, cinema, environment, you name it. 13 projects that we have developed so that the kids can learn math, science, technology, language, arts, geography, through robotics, through fashion, through video game creation. And add to that the fact that we have corporations who say wow we're building the next generation of creators yeah so the next leaders companies like Ubisoft who say we need to build that new generation of designers and programmers yeah. uh, bombardier for the robotics Aldo for the fashion so it's all about bringing together that village to making sure that kids stay in school. And so that's how we went from just two schools to over 200 in just a few years.
1: That is amazing. And I'm curious, did you guys ever collaborate on any projects?
2: We've known each other for a while, Peter and I. Yeah? yeah. Yes. And, and, and this event, this influence conference is influencing our new path together, I think.
1: Are you guys, is, is that something, does the Via Cajon Foundation work sometimes with other uh, organization or you guys just focus on your projects?
0: Fundamentally, our, our objective is to connect people, to connect opportunities, to connect resources, to have a ma- to maximize impact. Yeah. And so we obviously had an opportunity to hear about each other's projects and see connections, and so I think there are great opportunities for us to develop. And I'm announcing it here: develop a joint uh, joint projects. Woo! I hope so. We love it. Yeah. And that's
1: what I love: influential connections happening right here at the conference. We had ton that happened in Montreal last May. And Peter, I want to stay. I want to stay with you two seconds. You had an amazing because I met you at uh, uh, the International Forum Economic International. Uh, and and, and you had a project that involved art and bringing down criminal activity. Was it in Manoba or Saskatchewan? Exactly, in Winnipeg. In Winnipeg, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I thought that was really amazing. And that's when I said, okay, I need to work with Peter.
0: Right, and that was essentially the inspiration for the foundation. So during the mandate, we had the opportunity to visit a underprivileged uh, community, which had one of the highest crime rates in the country. Yeah, and so we brought together 300 urban artists, uh, business leaders, um, elected officials, and to, to discuss and find solutions. And in the space of eight months, the crime rate dropped by 70 percent.
1: Seven zero.
0: And then, one year later, by 75%. And so, oh with the drop crime, you have higher property rates, you have every, everything. I mean, Everybody wins. Everybody wins, and the life, people's lives are changed, and they feel happier.
1: That's amazing, that's amazing. Gabriel, what was your last big project, and what's the next one coming up?
2: So, uh, we um, launched over 40 projects in Nunavik and James Bay, so we're very proud to be working with local wait, communities. wait, wait, hold on, hold on in Nunavik and James Bay why
1: do people neglect this area? Uh, and why are you so awesome that uh, you actually uh, go there uh,
2: so I won't get into the political debate but what I'll say is (laughs) that we could that uh, we have been collaborating for nine years with uh, indigenous so Cree and Inuit communities up north Uh, it's uh, their wish for us to be present on a weekly basis so we are the only organization present on a weekly basis up north. So we work with over 4,500 indigenous kids on a daily basis wow. at the elementary and high school levels. As far as Salwit, Kujwak, uh, Wap-Max do. So we are really uh, privileged awesome. to be collaborating with indigenous kids who are transforming their communities. And once they decide to pursue post-secondary education in other places like yep. Montreal or Toronto, we accompany them in that process. We uh, help them get jobs and really stay in school uh, after they finish high school.
1: Guys, I said it earlier in the keynote. I said, in my opinion, uh, entrepreneurs bring value to their companies, influencers bring value to their communities. You guys are two of the biggest influencers I know. You guys don't do it for the money. You do it for the passion, for the love. How do you keep that passion ignited? Let's start with you, Peter. How do you make sure that that fire for what you do? Because let's face it, guys. You guys can't see these beautiful gentlemen next to me, but I'll tell you what. Those are good looking men, smart men. They could be working at a hedge fund. They could be top stock brokers. They could be lawyers. What keeps the passion of Peter Hegel on? Like, what makes it happen? How do you keep that
0: going? Well, it's fundamentally about looking at the impact of the work that you're doing. So gotcha. I, wouldn't be insp- I wouldn't be doing what I do if I didn't see impact. I'm just thinking, for example, of Nomadic, a young, a young Somali immigrant who just uh, had essentially just an idea, a dream, and we supported him. And now he's been he's been uh, put on on all kinds of councils. He's gotten contracts to to, to, to work in prisons wow. and to work in uh, to work and support underprivileged youth in Europe, in Africa. Just by giving him, the, just having faith in him, just giving him a bit of money, transformed his life and allowed him to trans- transform the lives of other people. I can also think of indigenous business leaders we've supported. Amazing. It's just incredible to see just the seeds of money multiply and and have an incredible impact across the world. That is
1: awesome. That is awesome. What about you? How do you keep that fire ignited? And again, I've known Gabriel for about a year and a half now. Right away
2: energy. Energy the just connection. came like
1: boom. How do you keep that energy going?
2: I'll say it this way. Of course, our kids my team. My team is Ooh. incredible. My team I hear that. I hat. have people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. So it's an intergenerational team that is truly changing the world truly changing education systems so obviously they are my driving force and i gotta say that having created over 1500 jobs for underrepresented canadians in the last few years 1500 jobs for kids who would not have access to the job market who wanted to develop their transferable skills, who had already skills, who were being refused the job and we were their first employers. Now they're working for big corporations, for government, but giving a chance to that underrepresented youth, whether he or she is indigenous, immigrant, handicapped, giving them their first chance, that's my driving force. That
1: is amazing, guys. I always say, you know the saying, each one teach one? I always say, each one influence one what is your biggest influence right now in your life peter
0: right now my biggest influence in my life right now as i said just the people that i work with and i'm able to support they they inspire me. I learn. I learn incredible and important messages that help me do my job better. Just listening to them. So it's the people I support. So the team you work
2: with. What yeah. about you? Gabe? I'll go back to it. My team. Truly, without them, Youth Fusion would not be where it, where it is. So that's one thing. The other part of you know what influences me is my mentors. People like uh, Jacques Menard from BMO. Shout out to
1: Jacques Menard. Exactly. BMO. Claude BMO
2: exactly. Claude Gagnon. These people who have been with me for the last ten years. It wasn't a one-shot deal. you know. They wanted to be part of the movement, of the impact. And gotcha. together, we built this project that is now touching thousands of lives. Amazing. So these people obviously are my driving force and influence me yep. on a daily basis.
1: Awesome. Guys, I'm going to leave you on two questions. Very important questions, in my opinion. You guys are what I'd like to call social warriors. Social entrepreneurs, but really social warriors. What is the place of millennial in today's context as far as social entrepreneurship go what is the place of millennial and what do you think their role should be
0: some people like to say that the millennials are the voice of the future i like to say and we like to say the millennials are the voice of the present i mean they're the they're the change makers right now they're the ones that are that have a deep understanding of social media marketing and so they they need to be occupying Key positions, whether it's in, in yeah. government, within our cultural institutions, within our companies. And so they have a central role to play, and we as a foundation are trying to make sure that they, are, they enter all the different hauls, halls of, 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 of influence.
1: Awesome. Really Mi- awesome.
0: Millennials believe in social change, social impact. Yeah. And obviously, they want to
2: be social entrepreneurs. So that's not even a question. The question is, how are we going to support them as a society? How are we going to create the funds so that they can live? Uh, We were being asked a few minutes ago, how can I survive? How can I pay my rent if I have this wonderful idea, but nobody wants to fund me because it's just an idea on a paper? So how can we as a society say, these young people, this generation has wonderful ideas that will have an impact on on health, on education, on international development? You name it. So how do we support them so that they can thrive and really have the impact that they are striving to have? That's the question that we need to ask ourselves and have actions that will support them.
1: Actions to follow the questions we're asking. Guys, I'm going to leave you on one question and one question only. You guys are busy men and there's tons of uh, conferences and speeches uh, left uh, uh, in Influence Toronto 2017. Who is the dream investor slash partner that you guys would love to work with And here's the context, all right? You guys are staying at a hotel, uh, going to a conference like this one, you're about to walk into the elevator, and then boom, right before you walk in the elevator, this is what we call in our Influence podcast, the 30 second elevator pitch. So first, Peter, who's that dream investor slash partner, his name, and B, I'm gonna start my clock, you're gonna give me 30 second elevator pitch as to how you would convince that person to come and work with the Michele John Foundation or with a project that you would have yourself. I'll hold on a second. I'm getting my clock. We need the name first. Here's the clock. Go ahead, Peter, who's the name?
0: George Soros.
1: George Soros. So one, two, three, we're in the elevator and George Soros is in.
0: You have an unprecedented opportunity to stem the tide of populism that is turning the world upside down, undermining the basic foundations of our society. We offer you an opportunity to use the the most accessible and effective tools of social media to turn the tide, to ensure that young people become the movers of change to undermine that tide. Invest in the Michelssoff Foundation. Together, we will make our world a better place.
1: Oh my God! George Soros just said, I'm telling you, guaranteed, guys. You guys just heard it. George Soros is guaranteed to invest after a 30 second elevator pitch such as this one. All right, Gabe, your turn. That's what That was really good, actually. Take notes, guys. These are social entrepreneurs. Did you hear that pitch? He knew what he wanted to get across, he had a mission, he got it executed in less than 30 seconds. Take notes, guys.
2: Gabe, who's the one person you would love to invest with you? Okay, so because Canada is hosting the G7 next year in 2018 in Charlevoix, yep. right now, I want to speak to uh, Justin Trudeau, our Prime Minister, Ooh-wee. in Justin regards Trudeau. to the G7. All right, yeah.
1: so what? Audience, guys, whoever, tag, tag Justin for me.
2: All right, one, two, three, go. Mr. Trudeau, as you know, this year we'll be hosting the G7. Last year it was Italy, and Italy put innovation at its core to talk about how we can innovate in our society. Now I'm asking you, do something. Can we put education at the core of the G7 to show our population and our communities that we care about the future of our kids and how we want to help them develop their transferable skills and how Canada can be an example not just here but across the world. Let's do it together with Youth Fusion. I'm Justin right now.
1: What I'm doing is, hey, where do I sign? Show me the dotted line. Guys, you guys were awesome. Let's give out, uh, where can people find you as influencers? Give out your Twitter, hashtags, whatever, whatever. Where can we find you? website? And we'll leave it on that.
0: Website, fmjf.ca, Twitter, fmjf143.
2: Awesome, awesome. So on Twitter, G. Brand Lopez or uh, youthfusion.org, fusionjeunesse.org, call us.
1: Guys, you just heard from two of the biggest social entrepreneurs, imp- entrepreneurs and influencers in Canada, if not the world. I hope you enjoyed. Remember one thing guys, stay influential. Hello? Alright.
0: <laughs> Influence Media.